Hello, it's your good buddy Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our sponsors known as the uh, NerdBlock. Now, how do you get to NerdBlock? How we can get some stuff from NerdBlock? Well, this is what you do. You go to any one of the 4i Radio Facebook pages and you click on the Sign Up or Shop Now button at the top of that Facebook page. Boom, it will bring you to NerdBlock. Now, NerdBlock is a monthly subscription block that you get every month. You pay a fee. You use those links, we get a little kickback. Now I know what you think, it's like, which one should I go for? I don't know what I like, Steve-O. What do I like? Well, I'm going to tell you. You got NerdBlock, which is everything that nerds need. It's nerdgasm up the wazoo, okay? Then you got Horror Block. So all you horror movie fans out there, everything that's horror, gory, bloody, disgusting, boom. It is in that block for you. Then you also have Arcade Block, one of my personal favorites for video games. I mean, right now I'm dropping down to the track of Chrono Trigger, one of my all-time favorite video games yeah arcade blocks has everything and with all these blocks you get a oh yeah and there's comic block for comic book fans and sci-fi block if you're into doctor who like there's so many different blocks so go ahead click on any one of our facebook pages you can go to life is shit you can go to arcade bros you could go to uh not another b horror cast i mean you can go to the uh socially awkward uh show uh, facebook page click on that shop now sign up button boom brings you to the nerd block that you want we get a little bit of a kickback, and you get this birthday present, like, every month, dude. So, come on. If you're not going to believe me, you're not going to trust anybody. you got to trust Steve. Steve-O! Steve-O knows, and Steve-O shows you on my Instagram what all cool shit you could be getting every month. So, check out our sponsor, NerdBlock. Hello, this is Steve-O from Life is Shit, and you're listening to a brand new production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we are back with a brand new episode. And before we dive into this episode, I will tell you about some of our lovely sponsors. You can go to Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that uh, fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And don't also forget Amazon.com. You don't go to Amazon, you go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on the Amazon banner and shop like you normally do, and we'll get some if you do. And also, don't forget about Horror Block. Horror Block is a monthly subscription block, and you're like, how do I get to this block? You go to our Facebook page. So you go to www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbehorrorcast, and you click on that Sign Up Shop Now button, and it directs you right to Horror Block. Go ahead and sign up, and we get a little bit of a kickback, and you guys get some cool swag every month and also when you're on our facebook page why don't you go ahead and give us a like we like to get those like buttons up you know if we reach 50 we finally might release that uh new logo we got going on on a t-shirt and also don't forget to follow us on twitter at b on twitter and instagram so with all that stuff out of the way and before we dive into this episode uh tonight's episode we did watch a movie it is on netflix it's called bad milo 
Uh, it is a movie that came out in 2013, so we'll touch upon that at the end of the show like we always do. So if you haven't seen that movie yet, you want to watch it, you don't want any of the spoilers or reviews or whatnot, then go ahead and wait. Go watch that and then come back and listen to us. But before we dive into all of our crazy news that we usually have, we're also going to talk about how our weeks were. So Anna, yes. how was your week? What's new with you? What can you inform the, the listeners of what you've been up to? Um, my week has been pretty uneventful so far, except for, well, no, I take that back because I have gotten, like, almost killed, I don't even, I've lost track of how many times in the past week, like, literally, it seems like everyone is out on, is like, has a vendetta against other people, and it's driving me fucking nuts, and people need to learn how to stay in their fucking lanes, and stop pulling out in front of me. Like, it literally happened three times today within the space of about ten minutes. Like, it was ridiculous. I'm like, is my car invisible? Do you really think that the dents on the front of my car are an indication that it's fine to pull out in front of me? Like, what the hell? Well, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to defend anybody um, <laughs> on this one. Uh, I'm just saying, like, uh, this time of the year uh, where we live in uh, Arizona, the snowbirds start coming in, so a lot of people don't know how to drive. I mean, That's technically, true. people don't know how to drive in general. So not only you're dealing with your normal assholes throughout the year, but now you have these new assholes who don't live here doing all their stupid ass shit that they don't understand. So yeah, so my only advice is is you're gonna have to deal with it, but you have to just be like even more uh, hyper vigilance, have that going on, and be aware of all the idiots on the road. Because yeah, <laughs> I I remember just I think I talked about it on a couple of other podcasts a couple of weeks ago, literally leaving uh, my complex. Uh, not even out of the complex, still in the uh, the, the parking and the, um, you know, blot of it and almost got into like three car accidents in the span of five minutes. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was the other thing is coming over here tonight. Like I may I was going about to go around a turn and I saw a truck coming and I saw like a pickup truck coming around the corner and I saw that he was on my side. So I stopped and he almost clipped the front of my car and then he gave me a dirty look. I'm like, seriously, I'm on, I'm sorry, I thought that I was on my side of the road, but apparently your, the entire road is quote unquote your side of the road, so my bad. Yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of assholes, so, yeah. um. Oh yeah, did I ever tell you about the time that, uh, with, uh, freaking snowbirds, twice now, actually, up in, uh, Mesa, I saw people going the wrong directions? No, with... I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. Yeah, uh, twice I've seen that happen where it was there was literally a cement median and this woman was going the wrong direction of traffic. The second time she was going the wrong direction of traffic and then she made a left-hand turn continuing into the wrong direction of traffic while her light was red. I was like, how many meds do you have to be on to not be paying attention? I don't know. I think, uh, again, not defending anybody, I think when you get to a certain age, I think you just don't care anymore and you're like, look, if I <laughs> die, I had a good run. I'm in my 90s. Uh, I don't really care if anybody I take out. If I kill somebody and they're supposed to, you know, cure cancer, well, it doesn't really concern me at this point because I'm already dying. So I think you just get to it. And I, I have a feeling this is what's going to happen to me at a certain age where I'm just going to get to a certain point like uh, everyone always says it too no when i get to that age if i can't drive i'm not gonna drive but you know you're yeah, going bullshit. to prob yeah, yeah i i'm like we all say this but you know what's gonna happen you get to that old age and be like i can't remember what if i took a poop today you know um <laughs> and so, they'll yeah. be like and i have to get to the grocery store so i'm driving and then get in a car wreck yeah so i 
I don't know anymore. Or cause a car I, wreck. I, I, yeah. It just sucks because, yeah, you have to deal with all... <sighs> so many... Stu- it sucks. Like, you have to deal with all these shitty drivers at the beginning of the year and everything like that. Then the snowbirds leave, and then you have, like, just your normal shitty drivers. And then Usually you're... from California. <laughs> I wasn't going to name states. Uh, again, I don't have a problem with California. Anna this does. This is my so. personal vendetta against California drivers. But anyways, uh, go ahead. But, yeah, so uh, I forgot what I was going with this. But, yeah, uh, it's... Yeah, it's shitty. Just shitty drivers. Just all year long, it's just shitty drivers. Stupid fucking Priuses. Anyways. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much the only thing I had going on this week is just almost getting killed multiple times. Um, um, what about you? No, yeah, well, again, here I go, dropping other stuff. You don't like to tell the audience about a lot of your personal stuff, but I will. Um, you just recently canceled Dish. Oh, yeah. And you're switching over to an Amazon Fire Stick, so that's yes. a, that's big news. I actually, I got uh, Amazon Prime, and it's like $100 for a year membership, and already it's paid pretty much paid for itself because I have like unlimited access to like tons of movies. I can either rent it or buy it, and it's uh, like digital download or digital uh, access. And then I can go grocery shopping on Amazon Prime. I get free ship, free two-day shipping, so I can literally order stuff, and it'll be here. Like, if I ordered something today, it would probably, because today's Wednesday, well, it's dropping on Thursday, so I'd probably get yeah. it by Saturday. I but mean, still, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's it's a good... Yeah, ridiculously fast. And uh, not to give away how much you were paying for Dish, but already with this, how much money will you be saving a month now? Um, well, Dish, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. I was paying about $64 a month. Um, so Amazon Prime, I will be saving probably, well, $60 a month. Well, and our, then, uh, well let's put it this way. <clears throat> you paid $100 for the year, mm-hmm. and then you paid, uh, you know, probably for the $39.99, so about 40 something for the Fire Stick. So we'll just say, uh, we'll just round it up to $150. With already in three months, it's already paid for itself, opposed to being with yeah, Dish. Yeah, two so. and a half months. Yeah. It's already completely paid for itself. And then next year, it'll be, I'll be saving even more. So, so, yeah, it's ridiculously good. Although they did, they were actually very nice about it, which I was surprised about. Uh, uh, but that's probably because I've never been laid on a payment with them. But Yeah. Uh, and then they were like, oh, we can drop your payment by $20 a month. I was like, eh, no. <laughs> yeah, considering how you're going to be able to get everything you can watch, you know, pretty much through the Amazon Fire Stick, such as your Netflix, your Hulu, uh, now the CW stuff. Yeah. And- you know hbo go and all that kind of stuff so i mean and it's, voodoo Voodoo's yeah and great. then you have the voodoo thing so yeah it's it's just uh it's just i mean i haven't had cable for the past maybe three years now i haven't had any cable i mean granted the only thing that i miss uh pretty much is walking dead which i actually have to catch up on before the new season starts and try to find a new medium to watch that but uh yeah i mean other than that it's just you know it's uh, it is what it is i mean i think i pay I think I pay a little bit more in my internet, but that's because I run a fucking network and no one <laughs> wants to chip in money and no one wants to pay for shit on our sponsors, you fucking bastards. This is where I berate the audience for being dicks. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Berate the only people that actually listen to us. And well, see, see okay, just... you know, no, no, see, I'm a lot, <laughs> uh, see, I do that because they know I'm joking because every time you do it, uh, with all the other shows in the past, you're always all like, uh, no one listens to this show. No one likes me. Ah, ah. No, so, they you know, don't. <laughs> how, we, I'm how, pretty how do sure you know? that most of the people listen how to it you know? for you because I'm really not that it. interesting. I highly doubt it because I don't have, um, 
You have a very sexy I have, voice. I have a very small audience when I'm on podcasts uh, with all the numbers that come back that Eric gives. I'm all like, wow, so this show did this much. But as soon as I'm not on a show and a co-host is on another show, ratings are up the charts. So I don't know what to tell you with that one. I still think people like listening to your sultry, sexy voice. Not really. Voice. It's uh, the most, it's nasally, <laughs> it's horrible, it's nerd dumb, it's all this kind of bullshit. But yeah. Well, at least you can do impressions. Um, <clears throat> Not very well. And if it doesn't record correctly, like if it's way too statically, that's why I'm very keeping an eye on uh, the recording this week because the last two shows that I did record, everything was off the charts and did not sound good, very uh, shouty-like. So, um, yeah, I was kind of disappointed with that. But, uh, yeah, so other than that, nothing nothing too new, just, just fucking snowbirds. Oh, uh, you got Gears of War. Oh, see, no, I was actually waiting for you to ask me how was my week. I did ask how your week was, and then you never answered me, so... No, because we were going off on your rant. Yeah, because but... I was like, well, how was your week? And then you just started talking about snowbirds and things no. that I did and how I canceled Dish and Amazon and blah, Well, yeah, because I'm trying to bring... Okay, people already <laughs> hear me throughout... If you already listened to uh, Longboxcast this week, you probably already knew I'm already caught up on everything. Uh, and then I'm going to be doing this again on Socially Awkward, so you'll know what my week is on Friday, and then you'll know what my week is on Saturday with Arcade Bros when well, you never know. Again. This might be the only show that people listen to that has you on it. So, because I uh, only listen to, I listen to socially awkward and I listen to uh, life is shit. But if you talk about something on Arcade Bros or on Longbox Cast or something like that, then I'm not going to hear it because I don't listen to those. So, so yeah, this could be their only chance to hear what Steve has been up to this week. Uh, nothing. Oh. I just got Gears of War four, played a little bit of that. And that's about it. I will talk about that more on Arcade Bros. So if you want to listen to video game chatter, go to Arcade Bros. And stop <laughs> listening to this right now, then. Because um, you went to the wrong podcast if you're looking for video game news. Um, but well, yeah. occasionally we have horror video game news. But... Uh, yeah, I try not to mention... Well, that's only if it's a really slow uh, news day. That's um, true, which like... looks like it was not this week. Well, that's it is and it isn't. A lot of these are people will have to watch a video. Um, uh... A lot of these I'll have to debunk stuff and... Some of the things I'll have to, you know, think. But, uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, let's jump into this show. And we like to start off with our eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. So, yes, uh, apparently it was a big week. I'm going to jump into these uh, two ones. Um, One, you'll have to, we'll have to post the video, uh, or it will be on our Facebook page when you listen to this, and uh, we're not, but apparently a new Yeti sighting was one of the news stories from uh, a website of Coast to Coast. A new Yeti sighting in Siberia stirs stirs excitement, um, I should say. So the picture they post just looks like some guy in a hoodie walking away. Um, but on October 8, it appears there are rumors of a, a Yeti um, demise were uh, greatly exaggerated as the legendary creature has been spotted in Siberia for the first time in over a year. Um, I had no idea Yetis were that sprawl. Uh, I guess in um, 
a thing, literally uh, thinking they were a uh, form of human, avoiding outdoorsmen, look closely, determined that they were from neither people nor animal like a bear, I guess the uh, um, footprints or whatnot. So, uh, which is weird because the only Yeti that I know of is Eric, and I don't think he moved to Siberia, so <laughs> I don't know what they're seeing. So the only thing, um, this actually brings me to a story, uh, you probably have stuff to add, but I don't know if you ever remembered a, uh, uh, I think it was called Searching for Sasquatch or Hunting for Sasquatch. It was like a show um, back in the day. Um, oh, yeah. I remember seeing it, and I was like, what the hell? And I watched it, and they were literally like, I'm going to do a Squatch call. I'm like... Yeah. How the hell do you know what it sounds like? It's yeah, like, it was very it was very weird. And there was also a thing where the guy's like, I'm going to put out Yeti food. And he's like putting out bacon and donuts and saying like <laughs> Bigfoot's like this stuff. And I'm looking at the guy going like, okay, did you – is it for is it for the, the Bigfoot or is it for you? Now, don't get me wrong. Or is it for Homer Simpson? Like are you trying to say – Well, technically <laughs> there was that episode of The Simpsons where Homer and them got lost in the woods and Homer uh, fell into mud and looked like the uh, – Bigfoot. Bigfoot or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But mm, donuts. Um, but yeah, no. Like I, like me, I, I want to believe in this stuff. I, I, it's like I'm Fox Mulder. I want to believe in everything like that. But then you get these bogus stories, these stupid sightings, these things that never go anywhere or whatnot. So, uh, Anna, I don't know if you looked at the article or read the article. What, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on this? Do you think somebody's just maybe playing a prank, trying to get the thing? Is this like the Surrey Yeti of some sort? Or did I say Surrey Yeti? I meant the. Uh, Siberia, the Siberian Yeti. In Soviet Russia, Yeti does you. Um, <laughs> well, and I'm curious uh, about it. Well, on the one hand, that has nothing to do with this article. What's that's the, fine. What's the difference between a Yeti and uh, Bigfoot? Because I've never heard uh, someone um, actually describe the dis- difference. Is it literally I, just like? I, I think we talked about this on maybe like earlier episodes when we we're trying to figure out stuff. I believe that the Yeti is a is pretty is almost the same thing, but is in uh, colder climates. Uh, uh, has like white fur instead of the brown fur. Okay, uh, so it's just kind of like a different uh, species of the same animal. Uh, yeah, I guess it's almost like I guess there's like leopards and then snow leopards. I guess maybe, oh, I that's, gotcha. maybe that's that's the best way I could describe. Wow, I'm actually now thinking about it. I'm like, no one has ever made that comparison of just like, there's snow leopards and then there's normal leopards. So I'm guessing the the normal Bigfoots, uh, which apparently there's one caught on tape with one of the stories we have as well, um, which I'll have to pull that up after this. But yeah, yeah, I th- that was my only assumption. Um, I don't know if there's a, like a different, I mean, if, if, there's a, if there's a Bigfoot Yeti expert out there or actually knows about this stuff, uh, feel free to write in at our email at not another be horrorcast at gmail.com and you can go ahead and give us your rundown uh what's the difference because i don't know anna doesn't know enlighten us um, well, i don't know anything so it's cool um but that's you know, interesting is in the article the man says that when he lifted his flashlight the guy who saw it he said i realized what it really was and even my heels turned cold so i don't even know like you're uh, it's In Soviet Russia, heels turn gold and you run away with vodka bottle. <laughs> but I mean, I just thought that that was a very interesting turn of phrase. I don't know if I've ever heard that before. I saw the Yeti. He was like, where is my bird? Uh... Oh, the witness claimed that he was startled one evening when the cows on his property began charging at him and he saw glowing eyes in the dark. So apparently... That's that... the other thing I'm always curious about. You, uh, We always hear about glowing eyes. 
Now, is it actual glowing eyes or is it a reflection of the snow and or lights or whatnot? Because to me, if you have glowing eyes, uh, how do you see with glowing eyes? <laughs> I really, I again, again, let me, eyes. let me know. I have no idea how glowing eyes work. Well, I'd assume if you accidentally got like the, the glow stick fluid in your eyes and your eyes would glow, but that would be rather painful. I, I don't, um, I think he'd be screaming and maybe at a rave and maybe your eyes would just be going... <laughs> <laughs> Yeti eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But yeah, enlighten us. But uh, <laughs> I would assume that whenever they say glowing eyes, because people have said like they saw glowing eyes in the dark before as well, and they're referencing like wolves and stuff. So I think it's probably just like it's a gotta reflection be a reflection. Of the light. It, uh, yeah. Um, but that's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Siberia, Russia, you got a Yeti, you don't got a Yeti. Let us know. Write us. Hit us up. I know we got some Russian fans. That if you know. have a Yeti in your backyard, let us know. And send us pictures. You don't, have, cool. you don't have Yeti in backyard. Your backyard has Yeti in you. Um, that was a Ooh. really long stretch. Okay, so yeah. Oh, appara- oh dirty. <laughs> okay, big foot giant jungle monster found in Indonesia forest. Uh, right off the bat, haven't not even touched the video. I haven't even played it, but right off the bat, the video is completely blurry as fuck. And, and I'm it like, has a circle and an arrow, so it's like... If it it's looks really... like a monkey. It looks like a monkey from... The... Actually, no, it looks like a man bent over with a flashlight and shoes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm... Again, we're gonna post this on the, uh, Facebook page. Yeah, but it I'll... does! But I'll go ahead, I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna put the, the sound... Oh, there is no sound, that's, that's fantastic. Okay, so a guy is in the... <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, I'm watching this, and I saw a guy just the per, the the yeti walked by. This is great. This is this is this is yeah. I'm gonna debunk this right off the bat. Uh, so this 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 apparent Bigfoot walking by is literally just a guy with a grocery bag. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, yeah. So this is definitely debunked. We'll we'll put it on the thing. But um, as um, <clears throat> I really need one of those harmonizing uh. Uh, harmonica things or whatnot for when we do these kind of stories when we pretty much debunk it or say mm, it could be something where I can go like oh, and go bullshit 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 <laughs> that's the one yeah I'm gonna say this is bullshit uh, we'll oh, go ahead yeah. and post it on the Facebook page for you kids to watch but yeah Indonesia um yeah. Yeah, yeah. Skeptics, however, say that the bipedal animal may have just been a person or that the footage is faked. It, uh, it's both. It's a person that's faked. I don't yeah. know who submitted this and it was all like, we're going to put this on the thing, but I guess you get what you can get on a slow news day. Yeah, I, 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 how desperate do you have to be to believe that Bigfoot exists to look at that and go, yes. I mean, I understand, like, if you believe in something, you want to find evidence that proves it. But, like, even in the ones that I really want to believe that are true, I'm not, like, looking at pictures that are, like, super blurry or videos and uh, stuff and going, yes, that is totally true. That's the other thing, though. I I would assume blurry videos and blurry uh, photos are, like, a thing of the past. Like, back back in, like, the 90s and the 80s and the 70s. Like, yeah, you couldn't zoom in like you do. I mean, we literally have 4K TVs now that pick up, like, so much. And even the new phones are probably going to have these hyper-indexed cameras. that you Like, even with my, the phone that I have now, I can zoom in. And, yeah, you get a little bit of a blur, but you can still see stuff. Like, it's yeah. – I, I, I don't know. And you can literally, like, pause it, like, pause videos on certain things and, like, zoom in. And, like, the pixels are – like, the, the resolution is so high that you can see pretty much 
watch everything. And yet we still have shitty quality videos of Bigfoot. Like, well, <laughs> I don't understand how that speaking works. Speaking of shitty quality videos, this is comes from, uh, this is called The Paranormal Prowler, a mystery shadowy figure captures stalking a man on a security camera. Uh, this comes from Week in Weird. I want to say this two last stories we just watched are from the uh, website Coast to Coast. Um, but yeah, shadowy person caught on t Fucking really? Okay. So again, going down, um, I will post these on the Facebook page or whatnot, but yeah, not really seeing what they're talking about. It just looks like a normal security camera. Uh, it just looks like a normal house. Yeah, it's... I don't um, see any shadows in any of the pictures that yeah, they have Yeah, so, up, so. Uh, again, more bullshit. Uh, but this one is actually... Um, I, yeah, that's why I figured I would go through, like, the bullshit kind of news um, and then hopefully hit uh, some of the uh, kind of more thing. But this also comes from Weekend Weird. Uh, this is also... Uh, it calls uh, London's Haunted Highgate Cemetery isn't just a haven for ghosts. It has vampires lurking in the shadows. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not, but I would like to visit this place if I can. Um, it's very creepy. It's in London, so why not? Um, but, oh. uh, I just saw an angel and I'm all like, weeping angel. Um, <laughs> you're like, don't look away. Quick scroll past it or else it'll become actual, an actual weeping angel. Uh, Europe is home die. to many of the world's most fantastic haunted locations, but Highgate Cemetery is one of the most legendary uh, where else are you going to go to find spooky tales of ghosts, devils, ghouls, and vampires all in the same, all in one place? Uh, so yeah, so um, if you're ever in London, or if you if you live in London, and you listen to this, go ahead and check this place out, uh, the Highgate Cemetery. Um, I guess uh, this is dates back even to where people have been seeing stuff. Uh, uh, let's see, many people have seen the mad old woman spirit, an old lady often spoken running wild among the graves as she is searching for the children she said to have murdered. Um, so a couple of cool, uh, the Devil's Ghoul is one of the uh, rare sites of the Highgate Cemetery, but uh, those who run into the ghost describe it as having a set of piercing red eyes and a habit of disappearing completely when in direct light. So that's actually kind of cool that this, uh, this, um, this graveyard has a bunch of different, um, spooky creepy backstories um even some of the tales get dated back uh, to like you know world war ii and stuff and even some of the uh, twisted straight uh, nightmares out of you know bram stoker's dracula um have come a little bit some of the stuff maybe gothic architecture and stuff like that yeah i feel like i've seen something about this place before especially regarding it's called the shrouded figure it's a morose phantom commonly seen quietly staring up into the sky if you approach her too quickly she will vanish only to reappear a few yards away in the same eerie position. I swear I've heard like stories about that before, so I really want to visit this So place yeah, now. so if we have any people who are heading to London or any of our <laughs> London listeners, uh, go ahead and check that dude. You got Halloween's coming up. Go ahead and have a cool, I'm, I'm not going to say seance or Ouija board. Um, go spend the night in the cemetery. That's what we're telling you to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, go have fun with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was a kind of a cool eerie story. Now this one is actually creepy. Uh, not really creepy. It's kind of interesting and cool. So before we get to our final little bit of news story, this one I thought was cool. So um, here is the scaria, scariest creepy pasta. Now, if you're not familiar with creepy pasta, is a as a thing on Reddit where people have created their own myth, mystical creatures, or posted stuff about stories, ghost stories, writings, and everything like that. But this is uh, this is actually the creepiest pasta state. So I believe what this is based on is stories that people have written about certain states uh i'm really kind of cool because i was scrolling down so uh before i get to uh one and two 
I actually thought this was actually interesting. So number three is actually Arizona, where we're based out of. And uh, Arizona, what they say is, yes, it's the title of the story, also Arizona. This is is a wonderful, straightforward, a couple decided to head out to meet friends for a drunken, possibly drug-filled party in the Arizona desert when they stop in an isolated gas station and the whole store, uh, the whole starts, uh, the gas station, the whole, st- oh, let's get, am I reading that right? Isolated gas station, the whole starts to go very, think, very wrong. Yeah, I think they meant to say the whole thing starts to go very, very wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I felt they're, they're missing a thing on that. So I am going to post this on our Facebook page so you can check out these things. Now, the cool part is about this is they actually give you the link to the stories. And since Arizona is the state that we're from, I actually might think about uh, looking over the story, checking it out, and maybe possibly for uh, the next episode, maybe read it um, for a Halloween so everyone – has a nice cool little ghost story but yeah so number one we'll go back to the top i just want to place that arizona got number three but number one is alabama is called the uh i'm not going to be able to pronounce it goat man story um this is where anna takes in because anna went to school um uh... i know you're gonna throw out you're like i went home school still better than the public school service um second one was alaska oh uh, and nc and Nancy. Nancy, the Nancy goat man. Goat man. Uh, oh, is this the actual like goat man? The one that? They, oh no, that was uh, sub, that might. That be was that was with a better podcast uh, called Bizarre States. So if you want to check <laughs> that out, uh, stop listening to us right now and go download that with uh, Jessica Jobot and uh, Bowser. Bowser. Aaron Bowser. Uh, no, it's uh, ah crap. Eric Bowser. No, it's not Eric. It's not Aaron. It's not Eric. It's uh. And Andrew Bowser. Andrew Bowser. Um, there we go. <laughs> and there's also Alaska has one. It takes place in the 1971. Uh, Arkansas was number two. Oh, actually, this one might actually work out for everybody uh, with all the... Uh, I wish I would have read this later because then I would fall into the thing. But The Clown with Bloody Teeth is the name of the Arkansas story. Um, number five is California, the Island of the Dolls, which is weird. So I have to check that out if it's actually based in, uh, in California, but there is actually a place called the Island of the Dolls, as I believe is in Japan or yes. China. It's um, in Japan. Um, it's an Island of the Dolls. It's off of like something and it's actually technically haunted and also the dolls like move around and like giggle and come to life. And it's um, really yeah, creepy. there was actually a show with, um, Josh Gates, um, called Destination Truth and they actually went to to that um that island mm-hmm. uh his, that show was great actually he was just on we're, we don't have that pool we can't get people like that so that's why i have to talk about other podcasts with more success um <laughs> he was he was actually on bizarre states go ahead and check out that episode because he's very he's very good in that and i like him um in fact if i was ever big and famous and i could get him on this show that'd be fantastic but i don't see that ever happening in my entire life but um i digress um but yeah, that that is a, if you can see that episode, definitely check it out. The Island of the Dolls is pretty cool. They have actually captured something on videotape that is pretty creepy, where a doll eye actually opens because like one of the eyes is missing on that doll, and you just see like the eye just go like open, and you're just like, holy crap. Uh, then we'll go to number six, which is uh, Colorado, the Colorado fishing trip. Now, how many times have I heard that? And that does not end scary. It just ends with a lot of repressed memories. Um, <laughs> oh, and damn. Then, then there's Connecticut. Uh, there's also Delaware is number eight. Florida is number nine, the River Country film. Ooh. And number 10 is Georgia. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire list, obviously, but uh, I will post this link on our Facebook page. If it's not already on our Facebook page, but I'm pretty sure it will be there 
by the time you check out this thing. So yeah, it gets a kind of cool idea. So maybe if you live in one of these states, you can read a creepy story uh, for Halloween. And I'd like to thank uh, Creepy Pasta and everybody who contributes to that website because um, it's just it's just really cool and interesting. So without further ado, wrapping everything up with our eerie news of the week. Of course, there's a segment for it because it's become a thing now. It's a big thing now. It's uh, like it's uh, it's it's like Clown Watch 2016. Um, with this stuff, but it's time for Creepy Clown News. Follow me. Catch me if you can. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Creepy Clown News. (laughs) You're gonna die. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So... Creepy Clown News, I just titled it to Creepy Clown News. This actually came from Coast to Coast, and I actually heard a couple of things. This is a pro-clown rally uh, uh, was uh, pretty much uh, squashed by death threats that people were trying to get out there with people who are professional clowns uh, to come out and say whatnot. Um, even bigger story, it's not on this. Uh, I will post this link as well so people can see some stuff. But yeah, of course, the Creepy Clown uh craze is going all over the place it's hurting jobs it's uh for actual working professional clowns but it looks like uh barlam and bailey circus actually now has a new thing uh talking about taking the circus back and meaning they're sick of them talking everyone talking about the election right now being referred to as a circus uh they're like where are the real circus these aren't real these aren't the clowns we have actual clowns so there's this huge big big thing about the creepy clowns and stuff like that so i thought it was kind of interesting that people were trying to do like you know how they have the anti-bullying uh you know walks and stuff so now we have like you know clown lives matter and for whatever reason that these people are dressing up as clowns um you know have ruined these actual clowns which is so funny if you think about it like no one gave uh, no offense to anybody who's a professional clown or enjoys clowns and stuff like that but honestly no one gave two shits about clowns i can, <laughs> i can think of that i know of within the past couple of years until this creepy clown thing started up again which it did happen i think a couple of years ago but again it turned out to be a viral video thing where people were promoting for a indie film they were doing that had to deal with clowns um now the biggest thing that i said this is where it gets creepy uh, sometimes I seem to have the, um, oh, oh, this is actual local now that I think about it. Clowns Lives Matter March canceled in Tucson. Oh. Uh, organization says received a numerous of death threats. So I will post this video. It is on the Coast to Coast website. Uh, but talking about the creepy clowns, everyone was like, well, is this for the It movie? Is this for this? And then something registered in my brain because for some strange reason, um, I seem to have this weird, and, and I'm not saying Six like, sense, uh, we'll call it. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, maybe a sixth sense, but I seem to pick out stuff, and then next thing you know, people start talking about it again. It happened with Gremlins last year, then all of a sudden they were like, yeah, we want to do a third Gremlins movie. And it was just us watching the first Gremlins movie, uh, where I mentioned something because everyone was like, was talking about it, and I was like, why are we always going to that clown? Why don't we talk about the clowns that made clowns? Yeah. Killer clowns from outer space. Now, while after I said that, I'm going to wrap up Eerie News of the Week to segue over to uh, this news story that I saw this week. So without further ado, kiddos, um, it is time for our Horror News of the Week. Now, keep in mind, we're still talking about clowns because this relates to everything. It's a weird, creepy segue to get to Horror News. It's time for Horror Now, what I mean by that is, of course, there was this new story that hit this week, talking about creepy clowns and creepy clowns like that, and I talked, I brought up 
Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So the film, it's come out. If you've seen it, it's great. It's lovable. It's awesome. I want to watch it again. Uh, it's no longer on Netflix. But uh, Stephen Cheeto uh, explains Killer Clowns from Outer Space trilogy plans. Oh. So what if, what if, now, this is just a theory. Everyone's allowed to have theories. I have no proof beyond this. I'm not giving you bullshit photos and saying it's fucking Bigfoot <laughs> at this point. But what if this crazy clown shit is a huge marketing campaign for the next Killer Clowns from Outer Space? That, to me, makes more sense because all the clowns look different anyways. Number one, it would make more sense. But number two, that would be really fucked up, especially since there's literally been, like death threats from the clown saying i'm gonna come to your school and kill you and that's why the girl brought her knife brought a knife to school like i don't know i feel like if it was promo like a promo for killer clowns from outer space they took it a little bit too far but uh, of course uh, we're talking about the key creative focus behind the 1988 gem killer killer clowns from outer space now what i want to talk about killer clowns from outer space is the Mm -hmm. fact that i'm still not sure if it's a horror film or a comedy film because the blend makes way too good together that makes it this very dark and creepy comedy now um of course if you want to listen to the actual interview and him actually talking because we do not have him here because as you can see empty chair there's an empty chair and i like how i said as you can see there's an empty chair realizing that the people are listening to this and not seeing it they can see so, it in their mind's eye yeah they probably really think i have a uh, i don't want to know what they think <laughs> uh, but if you want to check out the odd podcast uh, probably a more well-known better podcast than we are uh they probably have the more of the interview there but uh i guess he talks about how uh you know he, he wants to make this movie but hollywood's a fickle industry and stuff like that but uh, you know what maybe you shouldn't go with hollywood maybe you should pitch the idea to Netflix. Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Well, <laughs> Netflix seems to pick up a lot of stuff, That's and I true. and I and I have to say that I don't think Netflix really has a good genre of horror films. Now they are getting a good genre of sci-fi and creepy series, uh, such as Stranger Things and so on and so forth. So maybe pitch the idea to you know to uh, Netflix or whatnot. Now I know Anna. Has not seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Nope. She does not want to see Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But nope. I will sweeten the pot. When we finally get to 50 likes, we will watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And not only will we be watching it, we'll be doing a commentary track on it. And we'll be inviting Matthew back to join us on this commentary track. So, so has he seen Killer Clowns? He has Clowns? not seen it because he has a phobia of clowns as well. Okay, so good. that's so why I would, I would like to finally bring you guys into my world where you guys got to finally I have finally got to see Lost Boys for the first time. That's true. And now I get to bring you into watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Now the funny part is, is you guys are all when you see this fucking movie, you're gonna be like, really? This is what I was creeped out about or whatnot. Like, it's not as bad as it seems. Now, makeup and design and uh, animatronics for these clowns is freaking amazing for a 1980s film. Um, so, yeah. but uh, Well, I, I still haven't seen It either. So. Well, that's another thing that will be coming up. We'll be watching the original It with Matthew uh, and everything like that. Then we'll be going to the movie theater watching the brand new It, and then we'll be coming back and talking about it. So get ready for a few different commentary tracks. Now, I don't know how well The Lost Boys came out, but since now I know how to set up mics better for a commentary track, um, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, but yeah, you guys should check out Killer Clowns around Space. But without further ado, let's get back into some of our uh, horror movie and TV news. Now, this isn't really a big link or anything like that. Of course, Walking Dead is coming back uh, at the end of this uh, month, mm-hmm. uh, season 
7, I believe, is starting. I could be completely wrong because I'm not caught up. But uh, they've already been renewed for Season 8, so kudos to them, of course. Why not? Uh, Walking nice. Dead is a very big thing. Actually, a series I do want to check out on uh, AMC is Preacher. I would really like to check that out. But um, so this is actually interesting. So there's a new show coming to the TLC channel. No, not TLC. Is it TLC? Let me wait for the thing to load. Um, yes, TLC uh, is called Kindred Spirits. Amy, Bur uh, Amy Bernie and Adam Barry's new paranormal series premieres on October 21st. So if you're listening to this, this is the 20th. So tomorrow, if you have TLC, so check this out. So I'm guessing this is a... Um, a new series that will be hitting TLC and stuff like that. So we'll see how this works because um, a lot of our TV, television shows when it comes to ghosts, paranormal, stuff like that don't really work out well. It's just a bunch of people sitting in apparently haunted places with night vision cameras asking stupid questions and nothing getting anywhere. Instead of actually debunking the hotel and or place that they're at to hurt the feelings of uh, the owners of these places that said, oh, the place is haunted, don't ruin my dreams, and turning around going, your place isn't fucking haunted. They go like, well, yeah, we heard a noise, but uh, we're not really sure, but I don't want to rule out that it's not haunted, but it could be haunted, but I don't even know. Blah, 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 blah. I think If that really was how they talked, I would totally watch that show. <laughs> uh, I think the worst one I ever saw was all like, well, we heard a noise. But we didn't get it on tape when a snare drum fell. And I don't even know why I gave him an English accent because I know it was ghost adventurers or ghost hunters or some bullshit. So there was American show. <laughs> but they were literally – and they always kept – like the thing was is like they didn't find shit that entire episode. But this fucking snare drum that just fell on its own. Now, granted, yes, something could have moved it. But they didn't capture it Or it could it have on. just been overbalanced. Like maybe it they stepped on a board and exactly, it like knocked it over. Exactly. But they never <laughs> caught it on tape. But they kept oh, referring to – that fucking... They're like, oh, that snare drum, though, when it fell... I don't know why they're Jewish now. Fuck, I gotta find out... <laughs> no, right, hold on. <clears throat> How are they gonna sound? How are they gonna sound? How are they gonna sound? So. Jewish. No. Look, we were trying to get the snare drum <laughs> on the tape. We couldn't... No, that's really bad, too. Fuck, I don't even know. I don't even know, kids. I don't even know. Mmm... Oh, God. Oh, God. Um. Anyways, yeah, so uh, Kindred Spirits, uh, check that out, and hopefully it's not bullshit. Um, also, I just noticed apparently they are – I didn't even know that they had a first season of this, but I guess Sci-Fi gave the go-ahead to a 13-episode second season for Van Helsing. I oh, shit. Know, what? I didn't even know they had a, a freaking Van Helsing show on Sci-Fi. I remember oh, – okay, let me uh, – this is off track. We're on the same track, like – horror movie news and stuff like that. I remember them talking about they wanted to remake the movie, Van Helsing, and Tom Cruise wanted to be Van Helsing. What? Yes, this is like, I don't know, I want to say maybe two, three years ago they were talking about this. Uh, I believe my reliable news source of that, again, another podcast more better well-known, Hollywood Babylon talked about it. But now he's been casted in The Mummy, doing that oh, so i don't yeah. know i don't know if that movie fell apart but then i remember now i think van helsing i believe it's a female He's a van mummy <laughs> now van i believe Hels it's a, no i meant the series i believe oh. it's a female van helsing i am not sure huh. but i don't even know it got greenlit i didn't even know sci-fi had this and now that you're saying there's a second season that just blows the fucking my mind because i'm all like how is this not on our radar did we even talk about this let us know kids so go back to old episodes listen to all the episodes we're on episode number 47 so go back to about 46 <laughs> episodes and let us know and tweet us at b horrorcast or you know email us at not another b horrorcast or gmail you know just you know keep in contact you know hit us on the facebook page you know give me love you sons of bitches um 
Wow, way to drive him away. You're no, like a psychotic I, girlfriend. I, like, I, oh my god, I love you. I'm gonna kill you. I'll put it this way: they have they were drawn away within the first ten minutes of the show, and they're hanging on. Touché. Kudos to you. I want to give you prizes. Um, speaking <laughs> of which, next week I should get my loot crates. Um, which is all horror theme, so I will be posting pictures of that, and maybe if there's something in there that I don't really want, we might give it out later to some listeners. So, um, yeah, so definitely that check that out. you're going to have to participate, so actually participate, people. Yeah. Come on, give us something back. Um, so this is, I had no idea this was going on. So there's the battle for the Friday the 13th rights rages on, so maybe this is why the movies and slash tv show that got canceled is having such a big problem now uh, what i what i what i remembered i believe uh i don't know who had the rights in the beginning i remember i believe it was dimension films might have acquired the rights or um what's the place called same people who did uh, new line cinema oh yeah might have had the rights i'm not sure but i guess since uh the 1980s this you know horror classic uh you know everything that so uh, uh let's see uh, looks like uh, the the copyright uh, termination uh, is terminated in July of uh, of 2018. I had no idea this was even uh, going on with this um, this movie rights. Uh, let's see. While the while the screenplay is clear, committed by Manny for the use of the part of a motion picture, of the film yada yada yada. You know, uh, apparently they're having a holdup with the uh, the rights and the content. Uh, uh, Friday the 13th. I uh, had no idea this was a huge, crazy battle that was going on with this, um, like, legally-wise. I always thought it was just, like, the script's not ready, we can't find a director, director's falling out. Um, did you see that piece of shit that happened with Michael Bay? Fuck us. Why do we keep asking Michael Bay to do horror films? <laughs> like... Well, Fine. because it's Hollywood and they don't know the difference. It's not even They're like he... explosions. It's good. No, no, no. no. It's not even like, him no. doing them. He's just producing them. Yeah. Like he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then I think they let him do to produce uh, the Friday Thirteenth remake. And I don't even think I don't know who produced the 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 Nightmare on Elm Street one. Uh, if it was him, I'd be very surprised. But then they they literally stopped giving him those, and they were just like, just do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just produce that. Um, just give us money or something. Um, or, or well, whatnot. it looks like the uh, next one that's coming out is uh, Friday, October 13th of 2017. So that one is not going to be affected. Okay, but, but it's the it's But the next basically year. from that, like from July, if uh, whoever Miller is, if this dude wins it, it means he'd have the rights to shop come July 2018. So I think it's basically like him being able to take the rights with him whenever his contract ends or if he has to leave it with that company. So I think it's sort of like a, uh, a legal debate of like whether this is intellectual property or not. So that's true. But um, <clears throat> before I dive into uh, one of the news articles we have, I want to touch upon this and I, I go back to my statements that I've always said. Um, and I'll probably, uh, if you guys have listened to life is shit, I'm really plugging a lot of my shows tonight. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to life is shit with my co-host Patrick, uh, he was in Japan. So he can tell you Japan is fucking weird sometimes. <laughs> so uh, Japan has decided to make a, uh, they, you know, how the gender bender has been happening where they take certain characters and they make them male and or female. Well, this time it looks like a uh, the weirdest trend of turning male horror icons into women continues. Apparently, they have made a statue of Chucky from Child's Play uh, during the uh, tribute to the Bride of Chucky. So it's based off of that. So I guess she has two faces where it's the normal face uh, dressed in the, you know, good guy outfit for a female. And then it's the scarred up 
face as well, and then behind her she has a little the knife and everything. Then they also have a Tiffany statue as well. Now I'm not gonna lie. Now the now it's really freaking cool looking, and I like the I think it's kind of a cool idea and everything like that. But it's just yeah. funny just to be all like, uh, I don't remember Chucky being that tall. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. <laughs> they, they, it's, it's not the Chucky doll. It's actually if Chucky was a uh, a female person apparently or whatnot. So I thought it was a cool statue. I will go ahead and post this. Well, because they uh, had to give the, like the statue the long, sexy legs. Well, it's an anime figure. Yeah. They always have to do that. Um, yeah, very true. Uh, if I ever met an anime woman in real life, uh, you marry that shit because uh, apparently they're into really fucked up shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, I figure before we uh, round up the show with our. Uh, movies and stuff like that. So uh, someone has rated the best Halloween movie. So in case you want to figure out what am I watching this year, because Halloween is on a Monday, so you're probably not going to be going out or doing anything like that. You'll probably be staying home, trick or treat, you know, having the trick or treaters come in and whatnot. So maybe you want to put on some movies while people come and uh, come to your door or whatnot. Uh, of course, if you're an adult like us, you'll be partying the weekend beforehand because fuck, why not? Uh, but some of the movies that came out. So number one is The Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to read all these because I don't know how many there there's are. There's only five. Oh, there's a, well, no, there's six, ten, eleven. Oh, it, it I goes, say read one through five then. Uh, I was going to read one through ten. Oh, that uh, works too. To go real fast. So it was number one, The Shining, of course, really good classic. Uh, number two, uh, Poltergeist. This is from Ranker. So uh, number three is Beetlejuice. Um, I don't really consider that a Halloween film, but it's a fun movie and I enjoy it. I wouldn't really consider it a horror movie either. Well, I mean, it is uh, Turk and uh, Tim Burton, but still, I wouldn't really consider it that horrifying. Uh, number four is The Conjuring. Uh, number uh, five is Insidious. Uh, number six is The Others. Uh, number seven is Rose Red Stephen King. Uh, number eight is The Haunting. Uh, number nine is The Animville Horror. And number ten is The Orphanage. Um, which so, is so weird because looking at some of these movies, right when they say The Orphanage, and I know that's by uh, Gilmore Del Guillermo del Toro. Him. He did a movie, actually a really good movie. It's subtitled, so I know some people are like, I don't want to read, but I highly recommend this. If you can see it on Netflix or Hulu or whatever you can find it on, it's called The Devil's Backbone. It is creepy as fuck, and I want more fucking movies like that. Um, we should watch it for the if podcast. If it's then. out sometime or whatnot. But yeah, I highly recommend it, and I'm surprised that's not on the list because uh, I even scrolled down a little bit more. They got like The Ring, What Lies. Well, what? Li- okay, What Lies Beneath. Very good movie. If you've if you haven't seen it, go ahead and watch it. Enjoy. It's great. If you're already seen it, you can't really watch it because they have a twist in it that's so good. But now that you know what the twist is, it doesn't affect you the same way when I first fucking saw that twist in that movie. Uh, what Lies Beneath with Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. I don't think I've ever seen oh, that. Oh, I, I I mean, I can watch it again if we want to review it or whatnot. But yeah, they have a twist at that in that movie that you don't see coming. And when it fucking happens, like you're like, holy shit. But you can't go back and watch it because you're not going to get that same feeling when that twist happened. So I'm curious. Uh, just a, a quick question for you so then our listeners can get to know you better um what movie i mean i know you don't get creeped out Mm -hmm. but what movie do you find is the creepiest horror movie that you've seen i mean that maybe maybe not necessarily creeped you out but still like either you went okay that took me by surprise or that was you know and like basically just kind of like kind of made you go like oh shit 
And I know, like, your favorite horror movie is probably technically Ghostbusters. Well, no, that's saying, not a, that's just my favorite movie of all time. But I'm just um, saying, like... Horror movie, eesh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'll have to get back to everybody on that one. We'll put a pin in that question, because I'm going to have to actually really think about a lot of the films that I've seen and what actually affected me in a certain way that I thought was a really cool idea um, that was never done before. And these people delivered it in a certain way that I was just like, holy shit, I did not see that coming kind of thing. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, I was just talking about what lies beneath, but I mean, what lies beneath is very, it's, like I said, it's a good movie. I'm kind of depicting, okay, you have to watch it. Um, we'll have to go, I'll have to give my own segment of movies that are kind of good, but have a lot of plot holes and weird <laughs> things that don't go. Um, again, like I said, going down the list of what lies beneath, like, I'm not giving you the numbers, I'm just reading off what, a little bit of the, some of the stuff that it had, Women in, The Woman in Black, uh, Evil Dead 2. Uh, nineteen uh, fourteen oh eight. Um, House on Haunted Hill. Oh, Stir room fourteen oh eight. Yeah. Uh, Stir of Echoes. That's actually a really good one. Uh, The Grudge, Evil Dead, uh, Frightener. Oh, Frighteners is a good one actually. You know what's kind of funny is you going down this list. It sounds like ghosts. half of them you haven't seen. Like the half that I have seen, you haven't, and the half that you've uh, seen, I haven't. Cabin in the Woods, of course. I love that. That's movie. a really good movie. Really. Uh, Sinister, Mama. Um, House on Haunted Hill again. Oh, have you seen Mama? Uh, no. Eh. I, oh, um, oh yeah, that's right. They were just going through, um, a bunch of, cause I'm like Casper, uh, <laughs> Paranormal Activity, The Haunting of Connecticut, Monster House. I'm just kind of going down the list real quick. House, The Eternity, uh, Juno, The Haunting, uh, The Incident Ring, Devil's, oh yeah, it is on here. It's number, I don't know why it's number 38 though. What's number 38? The Devil's Backbone. Oh. No, that should be a lot higher. That should be. Okay, you know what? Actually, if people have seen The Devil's Backbone, let me know if I'm right or not. Did, did anyone, agree? if you guys have seen The Devil's Backbone, let me know. Do you think it should be, it's number 39, no, it's number 38 on this list. I think it should be up higher because I thought it was a really good film and it is really freaking creepy and they know how to do stuff. So, uh, yeah, let me know. If it's not, then uh, I'm wrong and I should not be doing this podcast. Then we'll start doing casting calls for Anna's uh, new co-host and uh, I can finally take a break. Uh, from doing this so yeah so yeah go ahead and check out that list i'll post it on the facebook page and stuff like that but uh yeah so that's gonna wrap up all of our horror news um unless anna you have any more little insights to add before we dive into our recently watched well i was just gonna say like uh so um just with the first five movies on that list I would say the only ones that I actually found creepy were The Conjuring and Insidious, but you haven't seen The Conjuring. No. Um, did f- you find The Shining creepy at all? I mean, other than um, the kids in the hallway, I really didn't get cre- that creeped out from that movie. I don't know if it's so much... I think the book is probably ten times better than the movie. Don't get me wrong, Jack Nicholson brings Jack Nicholson to oh, it. Oh, yes. Um, but, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. But, again, it's one of those movies that... Uh, yeah, I I don't usually go. It's not a movie that I would be like, oh, every year I want to watch The Shining. Yeah. Uh, it's a good film. It has good stuff. Uh, surprisingly, I. I wouldn't they... even necessarily quite classify it as horror. I would classify it more as suspense. Uh, yeah, suspense. But uh, I'm. Uh, well, there. This was just a list for best Halloween movies to yeah, watch that's, during Halloween. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was gonna say, did anyone ever try to make remake The Shining? Or can we? Or is that one of those things like, no, no, you can't touch. Uh, I think that's one of those holy. Like holy movies, yeah, holy movies that you can't really touch. Uh, sort of like, I mean, it is because I feel dated. like, yeah, and I mean, I, especially, and I, I Jack feel like Nicholson's uh, receding hairline with the long hair, like, yeah. <laughs> wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, here's Johnny. 
Um, I, I don't just, know. I was just basically doing a bunch of the Joker lines or whatnot. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know if there you could actually find someone who could deliver that line as well as he did. But um, uh, Homer Simpson good. Well, yeah, that's true. All work and no, no play make Homer no, something. No, no TV and no beer make Homer something something go crazy. Don't mind if I do. I love Homer. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I would say like probably on that list, like uh, my top freakiest movie is actually probably Insidious. Um, just because of that freaking, just everything that the way that movie's just put together is so disturbing. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, speaking speaking of Simpsons and everything that um the newest Treehouse of Horror was released and stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah, I did not enjoy that episode. No? No, um, not so much Halloween anything with that, except maybe the beginning with them dressed in trick-or-treat costumes, like the very intro of it, and then they dove into a lot of uh, Lisa-orientated stories, which, uh, no offense to anybody who likes Lisa, but I don't think she's the great... I mean, she's ten times better than Meg, but not my favorite Simpsons character. Um, and nothing really, like, uh, shocking uh, horror movie-wise, like they usually do, where they grab different things from stuff to make fun of, such as the one we just talked about with Homer and the Shining and then they also had the one with the killer crusty doll that was really good uh they did the one with like bart in the painting uh thing kind of doing the uh oh shit the uh night gallery was an old uh, tv show and they would look at paintings and there'd be a story behind it they did oh, the yeah. one with like the william shatner with the the gremlin but it was bart on the bus and stuff i mean they had a lot of good horror ones but actually watching this one it wasn't really so much as uh halloween orientated that it was just making fun of movies uh, they did the a spoof on the Kingsman. They did a spoof on uh, Hunger Games slash uh, Mad Max, and then the fourth one had a ghost in it, the imaginary friend, which I I, I don't even know what that was like based off of movie wise. I don't know if thing. that was based off anything of it or, either, but that was like really the only one that seemed remotely. Yeah, like, that was the only one where people actually like died. died yeah, uh, kind of thing. So yeah, kind of kind of disappointing. Yeah, and, I couldn't. I was trying to remember the stories weren't even that memorable. I was trying to remember the stories saying. and I was drawing a I mean, blank. The best, like, like Simpsons Treehouse of Horror is the one where Homer goes into that second, the other dimension was the third dimension, and we got to see Homer in 3D kind of uh, thing. Uh, that was, like, one of their big, like, big, big episodes of the Treehouse of Horror. So, oh, like, yeah. and I always look forward to those episodes. So I, I, I don't know. I guess this year I was kind of disappointed, which was actually kind of really disappointed. I know people are like, The Simpsons have been over for years. No one finds it funny. I still get a kick out I of still it sometimes. Find it funny, yeah. uh, but for this to be their 600th episode, really not impressive yeah it wasn't really it's impressive. like they were like eh we don't care it was anymore. so weird because there were so <laughs> many things you could have taken from you could have actually done a, a skit with uh homer and marge being uh the people from uh what's it called uh the conjuring uh playing the husband and wife team oh yeah you yeah um yeah, uh, Ed and lorraine warren yeah you could have done yeah. that uh you could have done uh you could have done something with uh the new midnight shamalama ding dong movie uh oh yeah the, the visitor strain, the visitors the, or yeah. whatnot with bart and uh lisa going to the old folks home or something i mean there were oh, so yeah. many maybe i should start writing for the simpsons now um maybe you should. yeah but i was just like I, any... anything from that uh downer and whatnot of the uh, my disappointment with the Simpsons, um, this this Halloween special. But uh, without further ado, we're going to talk about the movie that we watched uh, this year called Bad Milo. Came out in 2013. Uh, well, of course, before we dive into the movie, give you a little bit of a description of what this movie is about. Um, it's actually rated R. Uh, don't see too many of those anymore. Most of them have been PG. 
13. Uh, but a man learns that his unusual stomach pains are being caused by a demon living in his intestines. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, before we... Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of the movie. Then, of course, we'll give them the IMDb review. We'll give them the uh, Rotten Tomatoes review. And then we will talk about our, our reviews. Um, already, I've came up with the, the, the rating system for this one. Uh, uh, five out of five colon demons... Oh, I um, thought you were gonna say five out of five out of five uh, therapy dicks, but or therapist dicks. Oh, that was uh, that was actually a, fer- a fertility uh, fertility doctor. There we go. Um, but spoilers on that <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, so of course, Anna, yes. you're the one that picked out this movie. Yes. Uh, why did you pick out this movie, and what did you like about it? And what didn't you not like about it? I picked it out because I saw it, and it. Just, I don't know, just the cover art on Netflix was amusing to me, and just reading the description of it was really bizarre, and I was like, all right. And it was literally listed under B-horror movies, so I was like, all right, oh, this okay, is perfect. perfect, I need to perfect. watch this movie. Okay. Um, but what I liked about it, definitely an unusual, <laughs> just an unusual movie in general. Like, they had a lot of stuff in it that um, yeah, is so, not done anywhere So, uh, to give to give people a little bit of the basis, okay, so if you want to watch the movie, go ahead and watch it. Don't listen to this. You can just stop listening right now and everything like that. If you've already seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. To give you a little synopsis. So, basically, this man, uh, he's at the doctor. He seems to be having these really bad stomach pains, and he thinks it's because of stress and everything like that, and he seems to we'll be... We'll call it extreme IBS, Yeah, uh, he seems to take a long time on the toilet and everything like that. So, you can kind of see, like, after he talks to the doctor, you can kind of see how his world kind of spins out of control and how stressful his life is his boss tells him oh you're moving into this new office which is like a bathroom he's sharing with somebody he has to do hr now even though he's an accountant and has to lay off people like in the next coming weeks uh his wife is like i want to have kids and he's like i'm not ready for kids and then his mom is like divorced and seeing a younger man and then they start talking about their sex life they invite that doctor over the uh, the fertility doctor and he's all like well if you have a problem getting it up like come like so he's basically just getting stressed out like so much about this stuff you're like oh man this fucking guy's life it's very it's a very it's a very dark comedy this one uh and then soon as you realize he goes to take a shit passes out and something comes out of the toilet and takes care of one of his problems basically murdering it and then you soon find out he he goes to therapy and this thing comes out of his ass and it's this demon that lives inside like this mystical creature and he named it milo uh, the thing is adorable. It's an adorable-looking <laughs> puppet. It has these big black eyes and everything like that, but it goes out and starts killing the things that are stressing his life out. So without further... So that's the, basically the synopsis of where the carnage starts. I will say one of my favorite parts about that movie is just Patrick Warburton. Just his reactions, his facial expressions, the things he does in the background. Like, there's this one point where, like, one of the guys that's stressing out uh, the main character... Uh, he said something about like he's his cubie in uh, the the bathroom, and he's like, "Hey, do you think these toilets still work?" And just pa- Patrick Warburton's facial expression is just like. <laughs> and that's the thing with him in this movie like i just don't know if they just told him just be you just just do your thing because he just has these like he literally but it, the facial expression he has in that part that you're talking about what i love is like he sits there for a while yeah and i'm not saying like a long time but he sits there like more than a just a like, minute like sitting there with that this face and just like didn't just walk off like he sat there and just stared at both of them just like yeah, like, and just had this completely 
puzzled face of like, um, what the fuck is with your with you? And then like, there's this one part where he says like, drops this bombshell on the main character, and he walks into the background. He's like, oh hey, look what I can do. And he does this weird like skipping thing in the background. <laughs> just like, what the hell? Yeah, just some of his background stuff. Or like, he gets up really close to uh, the character Duncan, who's played by Kevin um, Marino. Uh, I also want to point out like Gillian Jacobs, who plays Sarah. She was from uh, so uh, Ken uh, Marino. Uh, he's actually the he's been in a bunch of stuff like children's hospitals and stuff. He's also the voice of Fluke Cop on Axe Cop, which is also freaking hilarious. Uh, Gillian Jacobs, uh, she was on um, Community and stuff like that. So you do have a couple of different people uh, in the show. But yeah, Pat, yeah, just some of the stuff with him. Like he does this thing where he comes up like right close and personal to <laughs> the d- character yeah. Duncan, and he's just all like he does this thing with his finger on his mouth and his nose like twisting it he's all like yeah just uh you know move the move the books you know kind of thing just like just but like some of his everything that he does is like so uncomfortable and it's yeah he plays a really funny because usually sometimes he's just like this dopey dude or like you know not giving a shit dude or whatnot but this one was just literally like you're just like just just feel it out just do your thing uh so (laughs) So definitely check him out in the background uh, patrick uh warburton uh but yeah so um, oh, also, yeah. another great character was his dad, who's actually, uh, well, you can tell him who it is. I was going to, yeah, let name. me find. Uh, but yeah, freaking, although I will say, that was one of the things that I didn't like about the movie. Uh, Steven, so, uh, Steven Root. Yes, he, uh, who is... Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Milton from Office yes. Space. Uh, he's been in a. He was in a. Oh shit! He was like one of the characters in Dodgeball with Justin Long. I'm starting to believe we're gonna have like uh, 30 degrees. Was it 90 degrees to Justin Long at this point? Because we just watched like two <laughs> yeah, fucking movies with Justin Long, and then we have a guy who wasn't a whatever. Yeah, um, funny. But yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, his uh, his thing was kind of predictable when he showed up on yeah, screen. Yeah, the second that he showed that you meet his dad, I was like, oh, I bet he has one of those too. And like immediately, uh, like I immediately picked up on it because like there was just like this one reaction that he had whenever you fir- like the first thing that you made him meet him that I'm like, all right, he's got it too. That's why he's out here. Like boom, done. Like just solved everything. Well, not even that, but actually, actually, I think the biggest twist to me was towards the end of the movie. Again, if you're still listening to this, I'm not seeing the movie, then I don't know what's wrong with you. But the biggest twist at the end of the movie was the fact that like it happens, they have to battle this creature at the end. Like her, his mom's throwing this party, this housewarming party, which I thought was a great gag. So the mom is older and she keeps she has a young boyfriend, but everybody at the party was an older woman with all these young boy, Indian Indian men. guys. It yeah. was the funniest thing in the world. But uh, after all the shit goes down and he takes care of the creature because this creature was going to go after his wife because she was having a baby and that stressed him out. And that's how, like, Milo, what he named it, like, feeds on. It's like, whatever's stressing you out, I'm going to go ahead and eat this or kill this person and and take care of your problem, basically. Um, But the mom was just like, well, I knew your father had it, but I just thought it it wasn't going to be hereditary. Like, (laughs) just like that, like, her just going, like, Oh, it's no big deal. Like yeah. most people oh, would be sitting there. Fine, yeah, honey. most people would be sitting there going, like, what the fuck is going on? Um And I love how she deals with it at the end too, because she literally like turns to all her house guests and she's like, All right, I've got a lot of explaining too. Who needs a drink? Yeah, and everyone raised their hand. She raises her hand too. She's like, All right then, and just walks up. <laughs> uh um But yeah, actually uh and also just like 
the scene at the end, whenever uh, Milton is just like in the chair and uh, his son is feeding him cake, and just like the look that he gives him is just so like such a like Milton like from Office Space look. It was just hilarious. But yeah, so uh, yeah, go ahead and check this movie out. It's not that long. Uh, it's about eighty-five minutes. Um, some of the things I enjoyed about the movie, the good humor in it was pretty funny. Um, I love the character design of Milo. Yes, uh, I love I love the little animatronic because he does have this face of. I'm very cute, I'm very adorable, and then it's like, I'm going to be vicious. So I did like the puppetry with those. And, like, again, you can tell. Actually, what I have to say about this movie, it came out in 2013. Lot, uh, mostly puppeteering, no CGI. Yeah. I believe that was used with this character. Now, granted, it's not, like, the greatest puppet in the world and stuff like that, but I did like the little character design and stuff like that. So it is on Netflix. It's free to watch, so definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I will say that they did a really good job with the puppet, especially because, like, he would be, like, super vicious and super creepy and then turn around and just give him this huge smile. And you're just like, okay, you're cute again. <laughs> and Toby was looking at you. That's pretty much uh, what he sounds like. But, um, oh, well, actually, everyone's going to get a little bonus at the end of this. Okay. Uh, episode. I just remember something I wanted to bring up that I didn't bring up. But uh, before we give our reviews, um, we'll give the reviews of what everyone else gave it. So IMDb, I believe, gave it a gave it a five point seven. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a sixty percent. Huh. Uh, the audience was only forty one percent that liked it. So it uh, so that means. Well, I can understand that. Right off the bat, very... uh, this movie did a lot better than Independence Day Res Resurgence, uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking Glass, and mm. The Whole Truth, uh, and The Legend of Tarzan, and Ice Age The Collision Course. So there's a couple of movies right there to relate it to. So good for them. Uh, Anna, uh, what would you rate this movie? I would give it my standard rating of about three out of five. Honestly. Three out of five. Uh, 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 demons in the colon. Oh, yeah. Three out of five colon demons. I would probably give it the same. Three out of five colon demons. I enjoyed the film. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it would be a movie that would be like, hey, you've got nothing going on. Uh, this would be, to me, definitely a Netflix and chill movie. Yeah, I agree. And what I mean by that, Patrick and I define this. This actually should be a segment that's going to be on Life is Shit. But what I mean by that is a movie that you would invite somebody over and you're not sure where things are going to go. But if nothing happened, you, you could still, still, have that you movie. still have a movie you could watch and enjoy. I would call it a, like, have you ever been to, like, Netflix and thrills? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my little bit actually, I probably would call it a kickback movie. Like, it's one of those movies that you would throw on, like, after everyone's, like, sort of drunk and sort of high and just kind of, you just no, kind of want to have something on no, in the background. No, no, I would not. <laughs> I don't know, because, okay, because the problem is, is you have certain people who get drunk and you have certain people who get high, and drunk people could be like, oh, whatever, I could fuck right off and don't care about it and stuff like that, but high people is a different way where they could be, if they come in halfway through where that thing is coming out of the guy's ass, they'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on, man? Do I have a Cohen demon? Oh my god! You know, like stone yeah, people. Yeah, I really don't know very many stone people who or people who. Oh, I I I have ran into there are so many different walks of life when it comes to stoners and everything like that. I That's mean, true. They're my peeps, but um, 
yeah, it's very weird and stuff like that. But before we wrap up this episode, I want to touch upon a show uh, I'm currently caught up on. We'll probably have a bigger review with oh, more yes. people to talk about it. But it's kind of sci-fi-ish, and it's based off of a uh, Michael Crichton book slash Michael Crichton movie. Uh, Westworld just uh, started on HBO. Um, fourth episode will be releasing this Sunday. Um, so I highly recommend it. It is very cool, very eerie, very mystery-like. Uh, very graphic. Very, yeah, so many things that are going on, and you're just like, um, everyone has a different storyline, all intertwined, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, I just want to give that a plug, because uh, if you haven't read Westworld, I highly recommend it, or if you haven't seen the original movie, highly recommend it as well. Um, if you haven't seen any of that, you're like, I'm not going to watch this stuff, you can still enjoy this series. It is a very good series. Yeah, because I haven't, and I'm still enjoying the series. So, um, um, I think it was produced by J.J. Abrams, a lot of people are in this, Anthony Hopkins, um, I don't know the actor's name, you know the actor's name. James, guy. um, James Marsden, there we yeah, go. Um, which my cousin is friends with him, which is really, it's still confuses the hell out of me but anyways but yeah so uh, if you have hbo go highly recommended three episodes are out now the fourth one drops on sunday so i just want to give that little place a plug because i thought it was a really good um we'll probably have a bigger in-depth uh actually we're probably gonna have a big big in-depth on again plugging another show socially awkward on the 28th of october uh steven uh, mastin's coming back on he's the one that told me about westworld that it premiered and everything like that so uh definitely check out that episode i believe matthew and i will be on we are currently watching it he is watching it so i think we'll probably have a huge westworld uh talk about that so if you if you like socially awkward or you want to know more about that go ahead and check that out that's live friday night at uh, 6 p.m uh standard times and then if not you can just check it out on the podcast network when it gets released as well um yeah this has been just a weird i'm just i should just call this episode uh steve plugs um <laughs> but yeah so i think that's going to wrap up this episode of not another b horrorcast go ahead and check us out on the facebook page uh backslash not another b horrorcast give that facebook page a like check out all of our great sponsors come ahead and follow us on twitter at b horrorcast and instagram and uh don't forget to send us any of your creepy eerie stories or even sasquatch news if you want to enlighten me about yes. yetis and bigfoot you and know sasquatch and please tell me all that I stuff go ahead and hit us up an email not another at gmail.com also if you know of any um urban legends that you want us to talk about or that you think we haven't brought up or that we haven't touched upon enough let us know because that thing really that kind of thing really interests me so um and i believe uh don't quote me on this we'll be we'll keep you guys posted but i believe in our next week's episode will be the last week of october i think we're going to try to watch cabin in the woods uh we'll give you guys a review on that one and uh and all the other horror movie news so i want to thank everybody for uh tuning in to not another be horrorcast this week and uh anna do you have anything else to add or did i cover everything i think you got it all all right so i guess uh, anna take us away with carbon awesome This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Hey,